My name is Hope, compulsive overeater. Um, and um, I can see, still see my picture up there. It's annoying. There. Okay, so I live near Sacramento. Um, my I started OA in Jacksonville, Florida in 1977. Um, I've been in the program in Florida, California, Virginia, um, Democratic Republic of the Congo, India, and then back to Sacramento. We lived overseas for seven years. So, um, so it's been, it's been a while, but the only thing I've done perfectly is I've never left. Um, and um, the thing that I love, the piece of literature that I love, although when I came in, I could not relate to it at all, like I'm sure many of you, is this thing. It's the big book with duct tape and a rubber band and uh, all kinds of little colored things in it. Um, and I do have a fourth edition, but this big book is so special to me, you know, with all the notes and everything that even if I put it into the fourth edition, um, I don't think it would be the same. It's, it's got this kind of, you know, it's one of those cherished, cherished objects or something. So anyway, um, I'll tell you, um, I, I went through it before this meeting just to kind of get a handle on what I love about this. First of all, it's the basic text says that it's the basic text um, where it shows what the problem is, what the solution is and how we have recovered. And that this book taught me that this is an illness, it's a disease and it's not a moral issue. I'm not, I'm not a weak person, I'm not a, I don't know, a dirty person, whatever, weak-willed character, whatever. Um, and that um, the reason that this, program works for so many addicts. And um, now I'll start kind of see if I can kind of start quoting is because is because we've recovered, we're recovering from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. I'm not recovering from M&Ms. I'm not recovering from German chocolate cake. I'm not recovering from Oreos. I'm recovering from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And I think that's why the 12 steps works for drug addicts, for alcoholics, for, you know, you, know, you name it. Um, and, um, and recovery talks a lot here about recovery. It doesn't talk about cure. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen the word cure in this book but it talks about permanent recovery a lot. Um, and in the doctor's opinion, I know a lot of people love the doctor's opinion and I'm one of them. It must talk about phenomenon of craving like five or six times. I love that phrase. This is a physical allergy as well as a mental obsession. For me, I just believe it's more of a mental obsession because once once I have been living the 12 steps for a while and the physical, you know, I've, I've really accepted the fact I'm a compulsive overeater and, and, you know, I'm in that position of neutrality where I don't desire the foods that will make me, you know, not hear what I'm supposed to be doing for my higher power. Um, my mind is still messed up, you know, maybe physically I can, you know, I'm not it's, it's like all those stories where the guy puts the whiskey in the milk 
or the guy, the thought crosses his mind that he can order a couple of cocktails before dinner. Um, this, is, this is most of my problem today. It's not the phenomenon of craving because the phenomenon of craving doesn't start if I don't take the first bite. But my head tells me so much crap. My head tells me that I'm not sick, that um, I'm, in, I'm recovered, that I can ration, I rationalize, I could try, I can, you know, won't do it this time, whatever. And um, so for me, I really believe that peculiar mental twist it talks about in the big book. That's more of my problem than the phenomenon of craving today, because all that will lead to craving. All that would lead to the, the minute I take the first, ingest the first uh, molecule or whatever, the first bite of certain substances, you know, I'm off to the races and then the craving starts. Um, and the big book also says that this is a disease of self. Self-centeredness is the root of our problems. Um, and that a psychic change is necessary. A, a total psychic change is necessary for recovery. And I joke sometimes, I, I tell people like, well, all we ask you to do is totally change your attitude and outlook on life. And that's all, you know, and that's one of the promises, your out, attitude and outlook on life will change. That's all, you know, um, no big deal. But um, I have to transform, the big book talks about the transformation of thought and attitude, the kind of rearrangement of, it, ta it talks about that earlier in one of the doctor's opinion or, or some physician talks about that, that this vast rearrangement of, I don't know, psychic something or other that kind of changes your whole outlook you know, that gets you out of self and changes it, you know, gives you more of a worldview. I don't know what the word is, but when you, when you go through it, you know it, you know, you know it. And um, the 10 step promises, um, I love the 10 step promises and the idea of um, the neutrality. And I'm going to go to that, go to the page because I love this. We have ceased fighting anything or anyone, even alcohol for this by this time sanity will have returned we will seldom be interested in liquor if tempted we recoil from it as from a hot flame we 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 react sanely and normally and we will find that this has happened automatically we will see that our attitude our new attitude toward liquor has been given us without any thought or effort on our part it just comes that is the miracle of it we are not fighting it, neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we have been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor are we afraid. That is our experience. And here's the kicker. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. I won't have these these this state of mind unless I keep in fit spiritual condition, you know, lies, you know, live the principles in the 12 steps, give service. Um, you know, it's a program of action. It's a program of action. And um, it says in the next paragraph, we are headed for trouble if we do, if we let up on our spiritual program, because alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cured. What we here, not cured. We recover, but we're not cured. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. 
Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. Um, and, you know, before when I used to be on diets or whatever, you know, there was a lot of white knuckling and a lot of like fear of, oh, what's going to happen? You know, am I going to get, you know, I'm not, I'm not cocky and I'm not afraid. Just, just like this book says, I'm grateful. I realized that, you know, to get to this point, it took a long time. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of belief. Um, and I have to keep that up one day at a time. Uh, it also says in the book about how this illness is a fatal malady. You know, it may, we may not think, I may not think it's fatal because, you know, it's just overweight. It's just, you know, fat, whatever. But, you know, I've heard enough stories and seen enough that um, I know that obesity or under eating, I mean, you know, anorexia, I never, I never had that, never, never had that, but, um, you know, can kill, it really can kill. And there's a queer mental condition, a queer mental condition that, you know, I go back to that all the time, the stuff in my head, the, the mental twist, the whiskey in the milk, the, you know, I mean, my head will tell me that chocolate covered strawberries is a, is a fruit. <laughs> my head will tell, you know, my, <laughs> my, my head will tell me all sorts of shit, you know, and, you know, um, it will mug me in a dark alley, you know, my head, my head is out to get me, but the big book promises on page 133, that God wants me to be happy, joyous, and free. I believe that. I believe every single person in this program has the ability, the capability, if you just follow these steps, live the principles of the 12 steps and give service um, and know that you don't have any willpower, that it's whatever your higher power is, that we can all be happy, joyous, and free and in recovery. I mean, the big book does say that there are some who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves, but I think most of us can be honest. It just, it, it just, sometimes it takes longer. Recovery is a process. Recovery is a journey. Um, Five minutes. Thanks, honey. Um, and the big book says there is a, we, we get a life of sane and happy usefulness. And that's what I want today. I want to be useful. I want to be useful, um, not only in my program, but the people around me. And every day I wake up and I go like, God help me today to make the right choices in my words, in my food, in my actions, my behavior, help me to carry out whatever your will is. And I believe that God's will for me as a compulsive overeater is to not be in the food today. Because if I'm in the food, <clears throat> I <clears throat> can't hear what my higher power is telling me to do. It's as simple as that. Because I'm, it, it's sort of like there's a channel that goes up and the food clogs the channel and I can't hear what I'm supposed to be doing. If that makes sense. Um, I cannot be obsessed with negativity and character defects if I want to be to live a life of sane and happy usefulness. Simple as that. And um, you know, I've been in this program, I guess October was crazy, it'll be 44 years, which is ridiculous because I don't know how I got this old. <laughs> I really don't. I was 24 when I came in. 
And I'm just so grateful that I came in when I did. And I had no idea what the hell this was because in 1977, nobody knew about 12 steps except for alcoholics, you know? Um, there were no 12 step programs all over the, the world. Like, and um, all I knew is the first spiritual experience I ever had was that something told me that the pay and way wasn't gonna work anymore because I had been, you know, I had gone to the pay and way when I was 200 pounds, when I was 16 years old. And it was what I needed at the time, you know, God, God puts what you need in the right, you know, where you're supposed to be, taught me a lot about nutrition. I lost 50 pounds. I never gained it all back. Um, so it, it did something for me, but this is a progressive disease and it will get worse, never better. Okay. And the big book says we are like men who've lost their legs. They never grow new ones. It's not like we're lizards when the tail, <laughs> the tail breaks off, you grow a new one or something. It, it just doesn't work that way. Um, and when I came into this program, I don't even know how much I weighed. All I know is that the way I was eating, it was insane. I had never binged this bad as when I came into this program. And the day before my first meeting, I had, it was um, um, Columbus Day. 1977 and I had such a like crazy binge and the next day we were living in Jacksonville my husband had the watch and was in the Navy and um, I had cut something out about OA there was a meeting and um, he didn't he never came home those nights he never came home and so I went I went to this meeting. I didn't know what the hell people were talking about. They didn't know what they were doing. There were recipes in the back of the room. I mean <laughs> nobody knew but I, I had no other place to go. I, I knew this was the last house on the block and I got into the steps right away and I did, went to a step study and I didn't know what I was doing, um, but I kept coming back. And, you know, I mean, I could tell you my whole story, but I don't have time, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't wanna be a size eight today and be binging and dieting, which is what I did for part of my time in program. I know I'm at a healthy, I want to be healthy. I want to be sane. I want to be well, you know, and I don't have to, you know, I've given up the whole idea of the perfect body and stuff like that a long time ago. I just want to be healthy and well and grateful. I try to live in the gratitude today, you know, gratitude. My husband finally retired. Thank you, God. And um, the end of last year, and we've been able to go visit our kids in different states and down in LA and we just jump in the car and go. And it's, I'm so grateful. And we have trips planned. We've got our vaccines. We're, we're planning on going to Greece in, in fall and maybe a cruise next year. And God willing, you, I feel like I still have to plan. You still have to plan. Um, I, Because I, I believe God wants me to be happy, joyous, and free. And whatever, whatever comes up in my life, whatever um, issue or any any, you know, any circumstance that comes, I know that with my higher power and with acceptance, I can get through it, you know, and live a life of sane and happy usefulness. So I'm um, just really grateful to, um, to share with you today. And thank you, Nancy, for asking.